Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mindset and Manifesting podcast. So today I want to talk about self-concept, self-care, and self-love. And I should probably bring up the definition, let's see, on, I'm going to, I'm actually typing this in right now. So Self-love is defined in the dictionary as regard for one's own well-being and happiness, chiefly considered as a desirable rather than narcissistic characteristic. Okay, so self-care. The practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. The practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Self-concept, definition, again according to the dictionary, an idea of the self-constructed from the beliefs one holds about oneself and the response of others. Okay, so those three different definitions are are, uh, pretty... Spot on, I think. Now, in the manifesting community, it seems there is some confusion. And the three, I think, kind of get lumped together. So, self-concept, I agree with the definition. An idea of the self Constructed from the beliefs one holds about oneself and the responses of others, right? So what do you, what is a belief that you hold about yourself? Self-love, in my opinion, and based on my experience, let me type in that definition again. Regard for one's own well-being and happiness. So I personally... Um, I think, excuse me, self-love is really self-acceptance. Accepting yourself unconditionally, right? Um, Your flaws, your, what you would consider like your positive uh, attributes. (coughs) Excuse me. That is what I consider self-love, is loving yourself no matter what, unconditionally. Your desirable traits, what you would consider maybe your undesirable traits, like your faults, um, just truly accepting yourself and loving yourself unconditionally. That is what I consider self-love and if in my own life it took me a while to get to the point where I truly accepted myself right flaws and all and I was like you know what I I, I'm just I'm going to be authentically me going to love myself and realize that I am unique just the way that I am and I'm not going to beat myself up about what I would consider flaws, right? So that's what I consider self-love. 
self-care is taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself physically, like your body, taking care of yourself mentally, and um, just being aware of your well-being, right? Um, it could be things on the surface, uh, getting, if you're if you're a woman getting your hair done or nails done, or even if you're a man, I suppose, you know, getting your hair done, getting, you know, your nails done, maybe going for spa treatments, uh, being mindful of how you dress and, um, you know, choosing to, to dress in, uh, in a way that makes you more feel more comf comfortable about yourself. So that is what I would consider self-care. Now, again, in the manifesting community, it seems like they get these, these three, self-love, self-care, and self-concept, get lumped together. And there's at least one manifesting coach out there that I know of that does not think that you have to have self-concept, a good self-concept or self-concept in general to manifest. I personally disagree with that. I mean, we're manifesting all the time anyway, right? Um, once we become aware that we're always manifesting and that we can, you know, change our external circumstances by changing what we're doing within our beliefs, our assumptions, and our conversations, things like that, then that, you know, that becomes conscious manifesting. In my experience, um, you have to develop a self-concept of being, doing, and having that which you desire in order to consciously manifest it. Um, at the same time, I know that I'm always manifesting. But having a self-concept that is in line with my desires sure is helpful. <laughs> because if I walked around not loving, if I, if I walked around thinking that I was unworthy, then that is what is going to be reflected back to me. So if I want to experience something different in my reality, I have to change my self-concept to one of feeling worthy. Now, do you have to have a self healthy self-concept to manifest? No. But what do you want to be consciously manifesting? You want to be consciously manifesting from an old self-concept of being in a state of ill health or poverty, anxiety, depression, unworthiness, or do you want to be manifesting from a self-concept of being loved, being admired, being healthy, um, being abundant, etc. So that's just my opinion. That's the way that I look at it. And I also think that when... So, for instance, when 
um, I used to deal with anxiety and depression. I didn't necessarily always feel like taking care of myself, right? Sometimes I would stay in bed for most of the day and I just didn't want to get up and I didn't want to put any effort into the way I look. But as my self-concept changed, the way I took care of myself changed. So uh, I do think that when you have a self, uh, healthy self-concept, that you're more likely to that you're more likely to take better care of yourself. And I also think that uh, in regards to self-love, when you learn to love yourself unconditionally and you accept yourself for exactly who you are, flaws and all, that that will like give you uh, a better that will help with your self-concept and therefore help you to want to be, take better care of yourself. See where I'm going with this? So, yeah, there. It, for me, anybody who says that you don't have to have self-concept to manifest, I agree you don't. But if you want to manifest the things that you want into your life, uh, consciously manifest them. I think it, it helps to have a self or a healthy self-concept. I do think that is important. So, all right. So that is it for today's episode. And um, I will see you guys back here next week for next week's episode, I hope. And I want to talk about uh, judgment, passing judgment next week. All right. Thank you so much. See you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye.